Yeah. All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Who's the best show here? Tech, Tech show. show. Who's the best show here? Tech, Tech show. show. Yeah, that's the best one yet. I am short. Pizza, pizza. Big Showtime! That's how I got hired at Chippendales. Well, you were making egg foo young in the kitchen, and I was in the dining room having sushi. It's a little thing tech show, and that's a fact. If you don't like the cast, you can stick it up your ass. Ain't no funny duddies that I'll link it bad. For the show, then go to like the DLNGS. Download and I see challenge the Linux Lake.net. Bound Tech Show. Just sit right there, go to Catholic, just about to begin. Welcome to episode 1033 of the Linux Link Tech Show. We have, well, Joel left, I guess now he's got to fix his mic. We have Joe, he showed up. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. At least, so Joe comes in like 10 seconds ago there you and go. right off the bat working perfectly. Good job, Joe. Good job, Joel. You got it working, right? You go. Good job. And the other man who's always had it working and is always working it, Dave Sexy Eight. <laughs> it was weird. Now it was weird the beginning the, the music cut out and I'm like, what the hell? Couldn't hear you. Yeah. Extra large flavored suppositories at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. must be. Yeah, so I, uh, whew, after being out of work almost two weeks, went back on Tuesday and sat down and got knocked out a bunch of work, uh, and, um, finished the use effect crap I had to do today. I was so excited. Whether I did it right or not, I have no freaking clue, but it worked. Everything seemed to work fine. Um, and then when I pushed my changes up, and it created a PR and had a test. It failed our end-to-end testing in Cypress. So three tests failed. And I started looking into one of them. And then I was able to replicate the failed test locally. And, and that's, that's what I should have done first and foremost, is I should have run the tests um, locally before I pushed them up. But I was following suit with most other people do. Instead of running through the gamut of tests locally, they just push it up there. And if it passes, bravo. If it's not, then it's back to the drawing board. And, and so what had happened was uh, that one of the things that you have to be really careful of when you're laying out your 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 file, the, pay, the, the, the page you're working on, and you're using UseEffect, that whatever... One of the things you have in use effect is uh, use callback and apply that to a function. So let's say you have a function and that function is used in the use effect and it's used somewhere outside of the use effect. So ideally, you'd want to have everything inside the use effect, including that function. But if that function is used in other places, you could then use what is a, a use callback on that function. And then that, instead of all the functions dependencies, then having to be part of the use effect dependency, um, your use effect only has that function as a dependency. And what that is supposed to do is that instead of it, 
so let's say that function gets called, right? And when that function gets called, it would trigger the use effect to get called because the function got called. But when you use the callback method on the user on the function and call that from an, within a use effect, if that function is called and it doesn't change, it doesn't trip the use effect. But if that function were to be called and something inside the function change, a value inside that function, then the next time the use effect would be triggered, it would use that new value in the function. Um, otherwise, it's just going to return the previous value or the cached value that's there. So it's a way to, to even out and prevent like it triggering the use effect more than it should. And so what it end up happening, you got to be really careful with your dependencies and what you're doing and use effects and everything. Because when you do the dependencies correctly, you need to make sure you're setting states correctly because what can end up happening is if you're changing the state of something and it's part of a dependency and the use effect itself changes the state you end up in a loop where it keeps firing off that use effect and changing the state and and it might not look like it's doing anything on the page or it might not seem to be uh impairing the usability of the page or breaking any functionality, but in the background, it's chewing up memory because it's constantly running this, this loop in there and it could spiral out of control, uh, and, and suck up way too much memory and crash the browser. And you don't want that to happen. And that's, that's what I noticed. I had, I had to fix, um, this use effect in a module that I didn't update one of the other guys who's a lot better at this stuff updated. And one of the things that I've been learning, and I guess we're all kind of learning this is, is if you have a function and uh, it's the use effect function and you apply the use callback on that, that use callback function has to precede that, use effect. And similarly, if you have a uh, use callback function that a use callback function uses, it has to precede that function, that use callback function. And so one of them were, was off. So I, I, I moved it up there and it started rendering the block and, and uh, everything went fine. And that's when I noticed that it was ticking off in the console and it was going through a loop. So, I mean, I kicked it back to the, to the guy cause I was having a hard time digging through this thing, trying to follow it. But it, what it looked like was happening is there were, there were two use effects and each one of them had a dependency on a function that was, uh, hydrating that block or, or updating the options or, or whatever it was. And that was use callback function, which had another, function that it, that depended on, which was a search kind of function. So the, what it was supposed to do is as you are typing in the one field, it's supposed to be validating as well as maybe whatever. It's supposed to validate that field and, and notify you if there's a problem on it. But what ended up happening was, and I, I suspect that this is the case, is that that first use effect block was calling 
that use callback function, which was calling another function, which was setting a state and then tripping another function use effect to happen, which was calling that function and setting that state again, which would trip the first one. And these things were kind of like going around in a circle. Um, how it's going to be fixed. I look forward to seeing tomorrow. Cause I have no freaking clue. Uh, hopefully he, he will have it. He told me the last time I spoke to him after like six, I think it was after like five thirty six o'clock. He said that he thinks he has it, but he found another bug. So Crossing my fingers. It's been an adventure on that, but I mean, other than that, I really haven't been doing much technology stuff. I've been really busy with other things at home and the happiness of the new year. I did not make it onto the Hacker Public Radio this year. I did uh, not either. I was going to, but I didn't get to. I was on for a very short amount of time, but um, I, I had some stuff going on at the same time. So. See... Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. I I told Dave to contact me when he was going to be on, and we could be on together. He never contacted me, so I figured. Did you? No. And maybe Joel was on, but who knows? Because he's Joel. Were you on uh, HPR? No. Wow. Oh, Joel didn't make it. Either. Joe's the only one, man, carrying the torch. Good job, Joe. There for time? a very short amount of time because my dog was busy dying. So oh man, oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and it was on the 31st that my dog died, and then the shelter wasn't open that day, and the shelter wasn't open on the first, so I had to take my dog in on Tuesday during my lunch. Was your so. dog? Was your dog old? Yeah, yeah, she's oh. like uh, 13 years old. She was like, yeah, black lab, 13 uh, years old, real bad oh, hip problems. Oh, she's man. been in pain for a while now, so, I mean, it was probably the best for her. But still, it sucked. I've had that dog since she was like a little puppy. That, that's, a, that's a pretty big dog, too. Like, what did you have 75 to, pounds. What did you have to do with your with I had to. I had to put the. I had to put the dog in a trash bag. Right. I had to. And, two days. And so. then, put the dog where? Like. Oh, uh, it's been cold in Texas, so the garage oh, okay. was fine. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was between um, like thirty and fifty degrees, so not too bad. Uh, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Now, the, the shelter, do they cremate the dog for you? Uh, they will cremate the dog, but um, if you ask for ashes, what they do is they batch cremate, so they'll yeah. give you some of the ashes from the batch, but um, I, I didn't ask for any. No. I was way too upset when I chopped off my, my dog, so... I'm right. sorry, man. That sucks. She was a good dog. What was the dog's name? Dices. Dices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what? Um, 2022, I think it was. I had to, I had to take my cat in. My cat was 15 when she passed. 15, 16? No, 17. She was 17 when she passed. 
Over the holiday also? Uh, no, that wasn't over the holiday on that one. That was, uh, I think, February or March. But, um, no, um, I'd had her since, you know, I had, I had pictures of her um, when she was small enough to sit in my hand, and she just ended up being a huge cat. And she used to be my podcasting buddy because I'd podcast in the living room and she'd just lay next to me and try and push through my leg while I was podcasting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, losing animals sucks. I don't know if I want any more animals. I've still got, I still got two cats and a dog, but, um, the dog is really my son's dog, and she's she's also about um, 13 years old, but she's in a lot better health. And then the two cats, they're mostly my wife's cats. Yeah, my, my cat has was diagnosed with uh, masses in his abdominal area. And we could see starting to waste away. He's still happy as a clam so far and eats like a pig but doesn't gain any weight. And they said that's a bad thing. So it's like, it's just a matter of, I guess, hopefully weeks yet, but we don't know. Well, I was also talking to my in-laws and their dog recently died, but their dog had cancer and was also like, 14 years old, but that was uh-huh. a, a border collie, and they tend to live a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the, they talked to their vet, and it's like, yeah, you can get the surgery, and the dog might live an extra six months or so. And the surgery was going to be, you know, definitely not cheap. And yeah, it that... just didn't seem like a worthwhile thing to do for an older dog. I mean, what was the quality of life going to be after that? Yeah, and I, I always, I hate that. I hate that discussion because we, we just took our dog to the vet and he's, he's an old dog too. He's, and they tend to not live more than 10 years or so, the, uh, Great Pyrenees. And he's, he's close to that. And he had a checkup and everything, and they had to sedate him to trim his dual claws because he's just a son of a bitch. When you try and do that stuff, he won't let you do it. And uh, so he's he's doing really good. Well, damn, cost me five hundred and thirty-two dollars to do that. You know, to get the checkup and all the tests and everything. That's I don't know dog. if I've mentioned it on the show or not, but. Um... I know I've had this discussion a couple of times somewhere that ever since like insurance got involved with uh, veterinary care, the price of anything you do with your animals and a vet has just gone through the freaking roof. It used to be affordable and now it's just not unless you're paying the $75 a month for pet insurance per pet. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. It, it is, and and that's why I, I hate when we we have to go go to the vet, and I hate that. When when uh, my cat broke her leg, and I was like, they're like, oh, you might have to get it amputated. I'm like, how much is that? And they're like, you know, a couple thousand dollars. And I'm like, Whew. or wait, surgery was a couple thousand dollars, and amputation was like seven hundred dollars, and you know, and then finally one other vet said, or you could just keep her crated. And see what happens. 
<laughs> and you know, and you, I feel like a shit when I like think of all those things. You know, like I don't have that but kind of money the, to just throw throw out the window like that. Right. It's it's horrible that you have to think that way. That you know, do I spend these multiple thousands of dollars? Yes, I love my dog, but you know, I like eating too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to hear the new year started off on the downer for you. Oh, well, no, last year ended on uh, on a downer. Oh, yeah, yeah this, it, it really sucked taking her in, too, but I don't know. She had a good life. That's good. That's good. What about you, Dave? I don't know. I updated S-A-B-N-Z-B-D today. Oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> That's a Usenet... Uh... TV show downloading program. You updated that, it? Yeah, that was an update. And I, I had to update some Python modules or something, uh, PIP, before it would work, but it worked. And now you're getting your TV shows oh. illegally? Yeah. Yep. All right. Look at you. I was going to install Enlightenment today. Like, I was like, oh, I forgot about that, and I was going to do it right before the show, but then it was like, we'll replace Pulse Audio with Pipewire. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe now's not a good time to do that. It's never a good time to do that. Technology-wise, um, I did kind of uh, upgrade my computer. I, I pulled out the old SSD and put it in the M.2, and I also pulled out the... Uh, dying graphics card and bill from mintcast uh sent me um an older graphics card that was like really really powerful when he got it what is it the 7100 w7100 something like that uh, i can is that an nvidia no amd amd okay let me do an lspci real quick and i'll tell you exactly what it is now, when you say it's old, like, how old is it? 2014, but it's, like, really powerful. But the problem is, is because of the age, it doesn't get uh, OpenGPL 2 or Open, yeah, I think that's it. Why not? Open OpenGL 2. Um, because, I, I, just because of the age, it hasn't been written for it. I would have uh, thought Fire that Pro somebody w would have seventy one hundred. I would have thought so too, but they haven't. So I had some issues um, running. Um, what was it? Um, Cura, the the most recent version of Cura five or no, the second most recent five point four because they're up to five point five now. But I was able to switch back to the. Um, beta version of um, Arachne on Cura, and that, um, that worked. But I did try to um, upload the drivers just to see if that would help, and it did not install properly, and that made my um, VirtualBox stop working. So I had VirtualBox 7, but then I had, because of the attempted update, it no longer worked, and I had to downgrade to six point whatever. Hold on. About VirtualBox, six point one. 
And so that started working. And then I had to redo all of my automation, my automatic file moving and all that jazz, and finish um, making sure that my VM was working correctly. I'm really glad I backed up my VM. But I did have to move it off of the external drive and back onto the SSD just so that it would run quickly and not lock, not freeze up when it went into um, uh, power save mode. Then, so you had to downgrade VirtualBox, you said? The error that I was getting was saying that it, the um, support tools that um, go along with VirtualBox were a different version than the version of VirtualBox that I was using. So the easiest thing to do was downgrade from 7 to 6.1 to make it work again. That's annoying. Yeah, but it works. So all my automation for all my um, legal downloads. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, it, it is working again. Does, do any of y'all use Vertman uh, Vert Manager or Q, QEMU instead of VirtualBox? I was going to. I, I think I've tried it at one point, but I don't use it right now. Okay. I, I use it, and the, the thing that irritates me about it is anytime there's a kernel upgrade, I, it doesn't work unless I reboot. And I, I've not figured out a way to to get around that. I, I know you probably should reboot after most kernel upgrades, but uh, that's, I've tried restarting the service. Time. I know. <laughs> that's the only oh. thing I don't like about it. <laughs> yeah. I, there's probably a way, but I, I haven't figured it out yet. I have been having this interesting problem that I haven't quite figured out yet, but I have hopefully figured a workaround for it. So the problem I'm having is that I use um, uh, a USB switcher so that I can use uh, my work laptop and my computer without having to, you know, install any software or anything like that just by pressing a button. I can switch back and forth to USB. But sometimes it will just drop all the USB on my server. It won't happen on my work computer, but it will on my server. So my fix is um, I can SSH into my server from my phone, and I created a script based on another person's script to disconnect all the USB and reconnect all the USB. So hopefully that works. I take over the show. No, it's all right. My stupid... I don't know. I, I switched to Linux Mint last week, and then this week it's it's been... You know how we had the issue where it was dropping out? Um, so I'm starting messing around with the network settings there. So I know force TCP IP mode will not work. So I think we'll just leave that setting there and we'll see how it goes. But so what uh I have a 
there we go one again. <laughs> Say what? I can hear Joel. I can, I can hear, hear Joel. Joel. Yeah. This is bizarre. Well, you can't hear Evidently us, Joel? Evidently, he can't hear us. Joel Dunn died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's been happening with me today, so... Wait, you can hear us now? I can. Okay. Yeah, we heard yeah. you that whole time. Gotta switch back you. to Ubuntu. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna try Man something to disconnect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arch. Slackware, Arch. even. We have those problems with men. Now, you could switch to Gentoo. They've sort of gone binary. Shame on them. I, that, their whole point was you were supposed to build it off from... There. Let's run it in terminal I, mode and see if it tells me anything. <laughs> I think it's an option. I don't I don't think this thing... Dave's don't. going back <laughs> to Linux from scratch now. He's like... <laughs> no. Not even Gen 2 is hardcore enough I, for I, him. I, I, no, I, I've, only, I've only ran uh, run Gen 2 once, and I, I gave up after it was going to take like four days to compile KDE. It was just like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Damn. You know what? I found myself in Barnes and Noble again a couple of days ago. Go figure, right? And I was looking at the—I know—I was looking at the Linux magazines again, and I was thumbing through them this time instead of just looking at the price. And uh, apparently, Cali Linux is still being dumping stuff out there because one of the magazines came with a, a live CD of Cali Linux for security penetration testing. And I guess it had some articles in there on it too. Um, and then another one came with a, a copy of SUSE Leap, which I believe is their rolling distribution. Um, and you know, I, I was, damn, I was looking at the magazine and I'm like, do you know the thing is, and I, I was saying this to my wife, seeing as I could get all this shit online for free, but I ain't gonna go looking for it for free. <laughs> so, you know, might as well pay yeah. for it in the magazine and then read about it and be like, oh, you know, I paid for this thing. I'm going to read about it. <laughs> Give me some ideas of stuff to do instead of just <laughs> tapping on my keyboard, waiting to update Enlightenment. But the, there's some pretty interesting stuff in there, you know. Oh, you, you know, what was weird is, is uh, and I think I was going to mention this last week, too, is, what is it, Linux Format. Right, I think it was Linux format. Um, if I think it was their, their uh, I was looking at their subscriptions, and it's it's kind of weird how they do their subscription. So there is the print magazine, which you can get delivered to your door for nine dollars and ninety sixty nine cents per issue billed at thirty one dollars and forty nine cents per quarter so for three issues thirty four one dollars so you can you can either get per quarter billing at nine dollars and sixty nine cents an issue or a one year subscription for ten dollars and forty three cents per issue or a two year subscription for nine dollars and seventy cents per issue, and like I'm like, why is the one year subscription more expensive than the quarterly subscription? More expensive or less expensive? It's more expensive because the quarterly that's billed three times a year, four times a year, 
So a quarterly comes out to be $9.69 per issue. But a one-year subscription comes out to be $10.43 per issue. And a two-year subscription comes out to be $9.70 per issue. So a quarterly subscription is the cheapest way to go. And a two-year subscription is the next cheapest. And then one year is the most expensive out of the, two, out of the I know, options. I know why they did that. Why did they do that? They did that for you. If you won't read it because it's free, you're more likely to read it because it costs money. You're probably even more likely to read it if it costs more money. Oh, is that it? Yeah. So wait, then why are they selling me the the bottom, the lowest rung to get in, the rolling subscription at Build Quarterly at the cheapest price? And I guess, you know, I guess that's it right there. I just I just read why. It's a rolling subscription. They bill you every quarter. Whereas the one and two year subscriptions, I don't think are rolling. Once that subscription's up, you have to get another one or continue it with the rolling. Yeah, that that must be it right there. They're banking on you not canceling that subscription. So, yeah. There we go. You said uh, you asked Joe a while ago if the graphics card he upgraded was the NVIDIA, and that got me thinking. It didn't get me thinking. That was just fortuitous. I was going through my news feed, and I saw this, uh, I guess, article about NVTOP, uh, which is like top for NVIDIA and AMD and, well, and Intel graphic cards. It's command line, but it's a pretty interface to show you fan speed and stuff like that. I installed it. It's pretty. I didn't know it did Intel as well. So any graphic card. So basically what you're saying is, is MVTOP. It's like top. We'll do any video card. Well, yeah, yeah. NVIDIA, AMD, or Intel. So that's about all of them, but. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out. As long as it doesn't want me to to switch out pipe pulse audio for pipe wire. <laughs> yeah, I, I just installed it on the only machine that had the Nvidia card. Then I realized, heck, I could install it on all my machines now. But oh man, mine says this version of NVTOP is missing support for reporting Intel GPU memory, power, fan, and temperature. Is this on Arch or what? This is on Manjaro. Okay. So I guess it would be Arch. Um, I'm, I'm going to check it out. I, that's interesting. I got an Intel card on my Arch machine. All right. So uh, it's telling me my GPU is at 0% and my GPU memory is at 0%. That's, that's great. I'm just chugging along. Oh, yep, same thing. Missing support for reporting Intel GPU power, memory power, fan, and temperature. I wonder to install that. It's interesting because when I did a Pac-Man search on it, see if it was in there, it says GPU processes monitoring for AMD, Intel, and NVIDIA. <laughs> and I started out and it's, there's no, no support. Why is there no support? Yeah, that's I, weird. I wonder if the AUR. I, I just do. I just looked, and uh, well, I say I looked. Uh, 
I use an app called Peruse. It's a 2E app to search the AUR and the regular repos. Okay. It's, it's, it uses a fuzzy finder. It's pretty cool. It makes searching a whole lot easier. P-A-R-U-Z is what it's called. You should try that. What is it called? V? Peruse. P-A-R-U-Z. So you got to have Yay or, or Paru installed. I guess you had to install that out of the AUR. Yeah. Okay, there's an NVTOP Git in the AUR. I'm going to try that. All right, so then... And then does, uh, does Peruse then, like, download and build the AUR packages for you, too, or do you... Yeah, you just hit tab on... You just start typing, and it finds packages, and, and you... You toggle up to the package you want, hit tab, and it adds it to the queue. And so when you hit enter, it installs it. All right, let me see. You got it. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think you have to add anything to your Bash RC. Nah, you don't. What the hell is FCF? Fuzzy Finder. If you're not running it, you should be. Why? What's yeah. it going to do for me? I just if you're at a terminal, it, it's sort of like a the uh, what's what's the taskbar in uh, DWM? It, you just start typing, and it and it 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 uses fuzzy logic to not really fuzzy logic, but it fuzzy finds you, you as you type. It searches. Wait, what is the Pac-Man? For installing a local package. Uh, I don't know that one. Off the top of my head. I should should know this. I should know this. I suck so bad. Oh, man. I know, I do the make package, and then it's... Oh, yeah, Pac-Man U. That's right, Pac-Man capital U. Yeah, that was it. All right, so you're saying... Uh, The NVTOP kit doesn't work with Intel either. You installing Peruse? I I just installed it. Okay. What what the hell is this? It's magic. That's fuzzy fine. It's not what I expected. Isn't isn't it cool? Start typing, you know, the name of the package, and it will it will find it for you. Oh, you know what the problem was, Dave? When I started it up, I figured it was like a lot of the other tools where they just use the same command reference that Pac Man does. So I just did a. PA Ruse dash capital S S no, no, and V top. And then it put me in this window and I'm like, what the hell is this? No, what is all type, this stuff? This top peruse. Okay. I know. I, I see it. So when I do MV top. You should see uh, two of them there and neither one of them work with Intel cards, but wait, I do not see two of them there. I only see one. So I guess I need to, um, is there a way that you're supposed to update? Peruse? No. 
I mean, do you, you have do you have Yay or Paru installed? Either one? Do you have an AUR helper installed? No, I don't. Okay, then it's probably not going to search in the AUR for you. Which which uh which AUR helper do you prefer? Uh, Yay, Y Y E Y. Y E Y. Y A Y. Yay's in the uh, extra repository. Okay, well, that's what I use, and uh, like, let me, let me. How the hell are you supposed to pick? How do you pick one of these then from, from here? You just tab up. I mean, you, you arrow up, and then you hit tab, and then then enter. There, switch to the snap pack and see if that marks any better. Oh, you just switched. Oh, I get it. Okay. Okay, so now I have I have Yay installed. Okay. Now, stop perusing and see if, if you've got more than one in VTOP now. Do, do you have any AUR? In- no, I don't have AUR, which is why I'm wondering whether I need to fire something off, like an update of, of Yay. I don't know. I like how yay, yeah. So you didn't have any AUR helpers installed at all? No. And installing an AUR helper? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's like I installed that within the first 30 minutes of running Arch. (laughs) Oh. Oh, yeah. I need to run... I need to run AUR first. I mean, yay first. Wait, okay. We... Okay. Yeah, that might be the. Yeah, do a yay SYU and dash SYU and then, uh, then it'll probably work when you type peruse. Wait. You're going to thank me when this is over with, I hope. Yeah, once I, I figure think... out what the hell yeah. I need to do to <laughs> update, like, I need to synchronize. But yeah, but you don't know about Fuzzy Finder? Uh, I know what a Fuzzy Finder is. I just never use it. Okay, it's awesome. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what I need to do. I need to synchronize my packages. That's what I need to do. Synchronize. Uh, what the hell is this? Packages yeah. to exclude. Well, I don't want to exclude any packages. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so what if I just hit enter? <laughs> I can't see what is what you're looking at. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hit enter. I don't know what it's trying to fucking install here. I just wanted to uh, synchronize my database. Interesting. But I don't want it to... uh... I'm guessing maybe it's because you've installed local packages. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It looks like it's trying to download and update stuff that I did, and I think I need to run a, a Pac-Man update before I start messing around with this because it looks like it wants to update a bunch of stuff. Although it's interesting that 
peruse right now is only giving me stuff out of the Arch proper and AUR, not the AUR repositories. Just, just the Arch ones, yeah. Maybe I just need to look at the man page to tell me what to do. There is no man page. What are you talking about? I'm looking at the man page right now. For oh, what? Really? For Y-A-Y? No, for, oh, no, I thought you meant for peruse. Wait, what the fuck is why? Why hey why? AUR helper written in Go. How is... Uh, what's the other one you said? Uh, Paru. P-A-R-U. P-A-R-U? I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me look real quick. Why? why? Yeah, yeah, P-A-R-U. That's like Perusus has one extra letter in it. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's at the, probably the same author. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're killing me. <laughs> Why am I not in the AU? Okay, P A R U. What does P A R U give me? That's, that's just another AUR helper. Yet another yogurt Pac-Man wrapper and AUR helper written in Go. Is there a difference between Yay in the AUR and Yay in the Arch Linux repository? I didn't even know Yay was in the Arch Linux repositories. Let me let me let me look in the Why wait, how what the hell? How come it's not? Sh How did I install Yay, which says it's in the extra repository, but it's not coming up in the? Dude, I don't know. I'm so confused now. Yeah, hey, I didn't think Yay was in the Arch repos. I think it's in the AUR. How? I'm gonna break Dan's Arch install. Did I, oh, you know what? No, wait a minute. Did I install Yay? Some no. No. Was, yeah, there's no Yay in the Arch Linux and repositories at all. It's in the AUR. That's weird because when I do a Pac-Man dash s s searching for Yay, I get Yay. And it says it's from the extra. But that's not in listed in the Arch user repos Arch repository. It is in the AUR repository, so I don't know what the heck. And it's that version um twelve point two point zero dash one. Twelve point two point zero dash one is the version that's in the AUR repository. So okay. I guess I guess I'm getting both. Interestingly enough, NVTOP is only coming back. Let me see what NV. Yeah. Oh, so I wonder if I did a. No, that that should have come back. So there's NVTOP. There's NVTOP Git. I don't know. It's I got to work on this, Dave. It's not showing me. <laughs> I, I don't. I got to figure out why it's not, and I think I need to do an update first. Yeah, and 
install yay from the AUR. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. Fun with Arch Linux. Are you sure you're not just working by <laughs> suppository over there? Hey. What draws you to tiling window managers, Dave? I can't I can't I, abide. It's it's, I guess it's more keyboard driven and I for the longest time whatever window manager I was using I, I was running everything full screen and I was using virtual desktops you know one one app per desktop and I was using the keyboard to, to navigate in between but it was getting aggravating you know I open up a terminal and, and you know I, I do that in a different virtual window and it's just switching back and forth it you know I, I try to tile a window manager and being able to open. And it be not in the way and right there, and it's more keyboard. I switching windows between, you know, the same way I switch desktops. It just made it easier. Mm-hmm. I guess the keyboard-driven nature of it was the best part, but but I haven't the, the predefined shortcuts just work better for me. And adding shortcuts was actually easier than, you know, than in something. Whatever I was using before that, I can't even remember. Well, yeah, I wasn't using a floating window manager like it was, should, should be used anyway. I was using everything full screen. Mm. Mm. I may have to try, like, uh, Fedora or, hey, Arch or something. Is this that... I've tried two different versions of Mumble, and I'll still. You might, you guys might be able to hear me, but I can't hear you guys sometimes, and it's not the sound card. I know that much. And I would do Debian Stable if I were you. Yeah, that's an alternative too. I ran yeah, no, Fedora for a long time, and it worked yeah. well for me. So, and Debian, and anything but well, anything definitely not Wayland. I gotta step away Fedora from it. I'll be Wayland right back. Now? Only, well, that's a good <laughs> question. That's a really good question. What was the question? I didn't hear it, Jeff. Is Fedora, Fedora Wayland now? Uh, Pretty sure they are. Yeah, I think All so. All in on Wayland. Yeah. It's like go back to the. It's like we've gone back to the early two thousands, where it's such a pain in the ass to get Linux working on shit. And it's just little things. It's right now. It's for me. It's just mumble. It's like, come on. Yep, that's what it is. You know, you're. I, I see Dan. You Asus, which I assume that's the recording. I'll see that head blink out, and I can't hear nothing.
Uh, yeah, I'd just try something not Ubuntu-based. Yeah. I mean, I only run Debian and Arch, but I can't remember the last time I had a, a problem that I couldn't solve easily. I mean, or even a problem, really. I'm not saying it's problem-free. It's just, Hell, I that's, can't remember that's not when, when I had a problem with Ubuntu. I mean, yeah. Ubuntu was pretty damn rock-solid until the latest version. I don't know what's going on. Most distros have switched to Wayland. I know Mint hasn't yet, and but they are turn. making plans for it. And wait till I see DNA's system light back up. Hey, I just I, I boot straight to the command prompt and just start X with start X, and I don't you know Wayland's installed, but I'm not using it. I'm using oh, I three, yeah. which is using X. Mm-hmm. As long as, as long as the X is still available, I'm going to run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess I could also try uh, uh, my Pi Four and see see if that doesn't. Well, granted, it's on Wayland right now too. But even on the desktops where I have uh, a display manager installed, I have the option to run KDE in XR and KDE in Wayland with Debian Stable. Mm-hmm. It all goes back to a lot of it. Uh, a lot of like, uh, if I choose Ulsa, I get with all these choices when I plug this USB headset in. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's that's directly kernel wise, and that's audio has always had some. It's been very complex in Linux for a long time. It has. I would not argue with that one bit. <laughs> Like, I, I got an old Raspberry 3 that I tried my best to turn into a streaming uh, server. And I, I, I could do it on, on Debian. I could do it on Arch. I could do it on any any other computer I had, but I couldn't do it with that Raspberry Pi with Raspbian. I think it, it's like Kava, which is a terminal-based equalizer or graphical equalizer. The, the bars that go up in that, it's just IQ mm-hmm. for audio. I, I I can't get it to work in a on a, any Raspberry Pi. And it, it it's not really audio; it's just mumble in my case. It's just weird. Oh, I, well, I never got this Jabra Bluetooth headset to work with mumble on Debian, so there's a problem I had. I'm still using this wired. I could Logitech. try Bluetooth. I do got my open com I use for work. I'd, I'd be surprised if that worked better than a wired. Uh, you just adding another layer. Well, technically, of this is wireless. It's one of those USB dongles. Okay. Yeah, this is frustrating. <laughs> well, let me. I can let me grab it. And I can see if it works. I compare it. 
Do you remember when the PS3 came out and it was advertised you could run Linux on it? Do you remember that? Um, actually, um, there were a couple of um, like clusters of them. I know the U.S. What was it, the Navy that created a supercomputer that was just a cluster of uh, PS3s running Linux. I seem to remember two things about it. I, I, I'd heard that as well, but uh, I think there was a class action lawsuit sometime because they they was an update that killed it or something, and a lot of people. Okay, there was that, and I do remember running Linux on it briefly. I I, I think or trying to. Uh, do you know if you can? I've got a PS3 sitting around that I don't use. Do you think it's still possible to get Linux on that or not? Work hard enough at it. Um, it did, uh, probably a matter of checking what um, version it's been updated to. And if it's an old enough version, then that should be fine. Otherwise, you might have to try and downgrade, yeah, which I know was, can be difficult. Yeah, that was my fear. I just saw a Reddit post. Some guy was trying to start the Linux he had on his PS3 in graphical mode. Uh, and that just made me remember it all over again. It's, yeah, that PS3 used to be able to run Linux. But yeah, I mean, there were a lot of really good articles on that um, PS3 cluster. And I think they tried to do something similar with the PS4, but they only only specific ones could actually run Linux, and then it just never took off the way the PS3 did doing that. Yeah, yeah. So there might have been a PS4 cluster as well. But honestly, they, they, they were um, talking about how cheap it was to have a, a supercomputer made from um, a cluster of PS3s. Yeah, because a PS3 was what? I knew it was $350, $400? And so, you know, you get a hundred of them clustered together. That's still a really cheap supercomputer. Yeah. Let me see if I can find an article on that. PS3 supercomputer. Yeah, the Air Force connected 1,760 yeah. PlayStation 3s. PlayStation 3 cluster. Now, the National Center for Supercomputing Applications built a cluster using the PS2. Okay. And then TerraSoft Solutions has a version of Yellow Dog Linux for the PS3 and okay. sells PS3s with it pre-installed. Okay. In single units and in eight and thirty-two node clusters. I ran Yellow Dog on, on the only Mac I've ever owned uh, years ago. What chip was that for? Written for that? What was in that Mac? That was evidently it's in a PS3 too, but I get the name of that chipset. Cell CPU, IBM Cell CPU is what it says. Okay, this was 
That's what not that's not what the original yellow dog was written for then. On March 28, 2010, Sony announced it would be disabling the PS3 Other OS feature with the version 3.21 update due to security concerns. Yeah, I think uh, I think I got ten or twelve dollars out of that class action lawsuit. <laughs> PS4 was the PS2 and the PS3. Okay. Hundred and sixty PS3s turned into supercomputer. Condor cluster is what it was called. Oh let's try this. Headshot, I should say. Let's see if that works better. Yellow Dog used the Enlightenment Window Manager by default. Forgotten that. My, the time I ran it, again, it was on that old Mac. Uh, it was that Mac that looked like a, it was an all in one PC. It looked like a gumdrop. <laughs> I forget. Um, what was that, Mac? Power, power, power Mac? Piece? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it wasn't a power PC chip, was it? No, yeah, but it was the, the first iMac, yeah. The first iMac was a power PC chip, yes. Okay, the Yellow Dog had a distro for that back then. Uh, the Wikipedia page says Yellow Dog, which is discontinued, ran on Power 7 and Cell chipsets. But I thought it was based on Fedora at one time, but... May not have been. Well, it did the same thing on this headset too. Oh well. Oh, it's yeah, like you're talking into the wrong mic. It's like you're in a can. Yeah, probably. We shut this thing off. Uh, oh well. E three? Yeah, that's what it was. My brother, I remember. My brother, yeah, the I, iMac was a G three iMac. Yeah. yeah. My brother gave me one because they, he did some work for somebody and they didn't pay him, and then he kept the computer and gave it to me. But I think I, I ran whatever version of Mac OS came on it for about thirty minutes, and I put Yellow Dog Linux on it. <laughs> I think I ran Yellow Dog Linux on that thing for a year, at least.
Sure. Joel's still here. I'm here. No update on your Raspberry 5 yet? Nope. I've had the worst luck with Amazon this week. Uh, I got like $185 in gift cards, and I, I spent them, and I, I got, I think, two hats and a pair of pants. And the pants came. They were too small, so I returned them. Uh, the replacement pants I didn't get. I got a heating pad. So I'm return, I returned it today. Uh, the hat I ordered, what, I ordered a large. They sent me a medium. And uh, yeah, that was it. But that was three things. I mean, the replacement pants came back as a heating pad instead of one size up. Just aggravating. But I had a good experience at the UPS store. I was in and out in three minutes in spite of it being crowded. Joe, do you run SAB NZBD for your legal downloads or not? Yeah. What programs do you use for your legal downloads? Legal. Oh, I just use VirtualBox, and then inside of VirtualBox, I have. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me, let me bring it up because. Um, I have an isolated VPN on it to make sure that there's no leakage or anything like that. And then I just run QBitTorrent. Okay. And the automation in that works just fine for um, grabbing shows from um, the completely legal website, um, Shows RSS. Okay. Completely legal. So it's showrss.info. Okay, that sounds a whole lot less complicated than my legal setup. Really complicated setup when it came to, like, Docker, because I'd be running one image with, um, what's the uh, regular BitTorrent program? Transmission? Yeah, I use Transmission. I would be piping um, all of that through another um, Docker image that had my VPN in it. And I just, I, I would use the automation that was built into transmission. So I was able to transfer a lot of that over to my much simpler setup. Yeah, I use. Uh... SABNZBD uh, for Usenet, which interfaces with SickChill for TV and uh, 
the name escapes me for the one I use for movies, but I use three different programs and transmission, but they all sort of work together. Okay, Don, I just use a VPN and oh, yeah, use it to yeah. in a in a virtual machine that I can move to other machines if I need to, and I keep a backup of. That's a definite advantage over me. <laughs> I, I keep a backup of the databases, and, and I, I've had to migrate from one machine to other in the past, and it's it's a little labor intensive, but it's, I've done it several times. But yeah. Docker, I mean, a virtual machine would be easier. Docker got complicated, and then sometimes if there was an update to like how VPN worked or something like that, then it would brick the whole thing. So. I gave up on that and just built my VM. And then I have uh, automation to um, move any .torrent files that I, I legally grab off the uh, interwebs to the watch folder. Um, and then I have uh, automation that once it's finished downloading um, some cron scripts that will grab it and move it to the appropriate location based on where I allowed it to download to. So if it's a TV show, it automatically goes to my TV shows. If it's a movie, it automatically goes to my movies, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's the one thing I still do manually that my seed box, for lack of a better term, it, it, it stores everything there. But every morning I get up and I move the files to my Plex server with SFTP, but it, it doesn't take long. I could automate that, and I just hadn't got around to that part yet. But. Yeah, you could automate that with R-Sync super yeah. easy. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I was automating the backups of the individual hard drives, you know, once I got them moved, but I, I never automated the – I think the reason is the renaming, which is automated. Sometimes it's it can be glitchy, and I sometimes I have to manually rename, and I, I like to do that before I move them, but that's not that often. I should automate that. I have some more automation to do because um, I previously had it set up so that uh, I, I was using Dropbox on all my machines. And then so if I downloaded a .torrent file on any of my machines, it would automatically move it to a specific folder in Dropbox, which would then send it to my server, which would then automatically move it to the watch folder. And now I have to move all that to uh, NextCloud. Yeah. that set up with um, Resilio Sync for a while? Yeah. I played with that a little while, and then I don't think, isn't that a, that's not free anymore, is it? Or was, was as far as I know, it's still free. Okay. I just found myself not using it as much since um, I wasn't using it to move my audiobooks onto my phone anymore, and I just started streaming using Audiobook Shelf. Yeah. Which audio bookshelf will also allow me to download if I know I'm going to be somewhere where I'm not going to have internet or something crazy like that. But mostly it just stays connected and works great. 
I don't know if you've checked out Audio Bookshelf or not. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I, I know there's a uh, NextCloud app that does audiobooks, and I, I've thought about that. I need to do something like this. And he, the uh, developer is on Discord, and he's extremely responsive. I mean, um, I asked him to um, change how he did um, uh, the multiplier for speeding up your listening, because he only allowed it to go up to three, and it's like I prefer my basement on that to be like four and to go up from there, unless the audio quality is terrible. And he had the update out for the desktop version within an hour. Yeah. And then it was a couple of days later that the uh, update for the Android version came out. So. Yeah, that, that's I like the responsiveness of the, the Sick Chill program I use uh, for TV shows. That developer's on Discord as well, and he's very, very responsive. What is the application called? Audio Book Club? I think I'm going to try this. I'm going to look into the next cloud solution as well, though. Compare. Hello? Dave? Funded. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. I was asking, what is the application you're talking about? Was it Audio Book oh. Club? Audio Book Shelf. Oh, Audio Book Shelf. That's why. All one word. Oh, all one word. <laughs> all one word. But um, no, my I was not able to like save my configuration for Plex or for Audio Bookshelf, so I have to go through, and I've got like two terabytes of audio, and I gotta rematch everything, which I will do in batches, probably as I go through things. But, yeah, it, it's a pain because this is, like, the third time I've had to redo it. I'm kind of glad you brought this up, and I didn't hear anything else of what you said about this application other than the last couple of minutes when I chimed in uh, and got back. But the the important thing on it is the developer is, like, super responsive. I, I asked him for an update, and he had it out within, like, an hour. I heard you saying that. Now here's my question. Here's my here's my here's my dilemma once again, right? My MP3 player mm. is starting to have issues with the uh audio jack port on there, the uh um I've been okay. using Bluetooth headphones primarily when I'm working out and stuff, but when I'm in the car, I only have an uh I have an auxiliary port on the car, so I've been plugging it in through there. And get a Bluetooth adapter for your aux port. I could do that, but I was like the uh usually it's the cable. Like every year or so I gotta replace the cable because it goes bad, but I've replaced the cable and I still it's like I have to get it twisted and pushed, you know, a certain amount of pressure the on it. Going bad. Yeah, the it's... connections go bad. So I'm like, do I want to get another player or do I want to just use my phone? I, I think your best bet is going to be to use your phone because most of your new players just have that we've discussed it before, have that crappy operating system of some kind yes. or another. I, I don't just don't like... have features. 
I don't know, man. I'm like, oh. Now, now with my with my phone, the problem I'm having with my phone is it's getting to the point where I almost can't charge it anymore. So I got. I think I'm gonna have to get a new phone. In the very what's what my wife says, and I'm like, no, if I just put it put it at this angle and push it in there and put a little pressure on it, then it'll make the connection and charge. Uh, um, I take it it doesn't have a user replaceable battery. No, it doesn't. Okay. I would have to take, and I don't think it's the battery that's the problem. Like, I don't it, think so either. But if the, you have user replaceable battery, you can get an aftermarket um, wireless charger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pop the battery out without having to crack the case and do all that crap. It's a Pixel Five. 4A. Okay, I had the same problem with a Pixel Five. It's annoying because like, yeah. <laughs> I push it in. I got a new phone. <laughs> I push it in and then I have to yeah. angle it to the left and like keep a a certain amount of pressure on there because it'll just if I let it go it'll wiggle out. Just, Local repair shop. It might only be like fifty bucks to change out the port. Maybe I should look into that. That would be. Not, I'm like, oh, like it's just weird. How's the Android app for this audio bookshelf, Joe? Zero complaints with the, uh, okay, once in a while I will start getting drops in my connection, even though I have a really good Wi-Fi connection and all that jazz. What I have to do is force stop the uh, application and then restart it. Either that or I have to completely restart my phone because my phone will have been on for like two or three weeks without a restart. Does it... uh synchronized to a folder or are you restricted to the app itself to listen to the books i can pick any folder and, you, and then but if you ahead. have a if you have a favorite audiobook player app can you use it with audiobook shelf use audio you technically could use audiobook shelf to download and then use something else to access the exact same folder and play it but I just switched to Audio Bookshelf as my player as well. Okay. And I even, I, I've, I've even paid for the other one that I was using for years. What was it? Um, Audiobook Library? Yeah, I pay, I pay for the one I use and I really enjoy it. But, uh, I mean, the only feature that, that I, this a must have, and I think everybody has it now, is, is the ability to speed up playback. But I think everybody does that now. Yeah, listen, listen, Audiobook Player is the one that I originally paid for. I think I use Smart Audiobook Player or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna look in this audiobook shelf because I, I I don't know if when the last time you searched on your Nextcloud instance for anything, but I just did a search for audiobook and and I found well, I just searched for audio and I found an app. But uh, if you have it interfaced with Mastodon or, or anything like that, I mean, I, I type in audiobook and I, I found Mastodon Toots. Mastodon people, Mastodon hashtags, emails I've sent, news articles. It's the search is fast and thorough on Nextcloud. That's new. I mean, I, I've not really used the search feature till now, but it's pretty good. I may but check they, and see what they offer for. Have you tried out their audiobook player for Nextcloud? No, they don't have one. They, okay. They've got a, they got an audio player that will play you know any kind of audio you want, and it's it's more tailored to podcast. It doesn't do audiobooks. So. Well, that's I'm, another thing about um, audio bookshelf is um, 
I have it synced with because um, it will also do ebooks and it will do podcasts. It will automatically download download my podcasts, and I won't have to have them on my phone. I can stream them from my server, and I can also sync it up with uh, Caliber and have access to all of my ebooks. Oh, I'm doing this. <laughs> You've talked which, me into it right there. Now they don't have a reader on audio bookshelf yet. But um, I do use. Um, I am able to download the ebook to my phone using Audio Bookshelf, and then um, I yeah. use either at voice, like the at symbol voice, and then um, I have a couple of other ones that I was testing out. I just kind of be able to find them. So but at, at voice is pretty good. Yeah, to read it to me and oh. at, at increased speed, so that okay. way. That way, um, you know, I, I still get the audio experience and still able to do other things. And, like, the one thing, um, like, the Samsung voice, I find better than the Google voice, the, the reader, when it reads back to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh, like, like Lib Librera is one of the readers that I use uh, that I was testing out. And it seems to work pretty good as well. Yeah, I'm going to probably do this this weekend. Um, an audiobook collection, then yeah, it's definitely worth it. But, um, or, or we can maybe set up something where you can access my server. That would be cool, but I, I, I'm going to try this for myself. If I, if I if I can't do it for some reason, uh, I'm running a bunch of servers on this lamp stack already, but I should be able to handle yeah. more easily. <laughs> My favorite uh, books just are not in audio, so it's nice to have the ability to bring them to my phone and yeah. then have a player run them. Like the uh, Garrett PI series. Or the Aubrey Knight series. God, I'm a nerd. I'm sure that Google Chrome does this, but I love the Firefox feature where you can send a page to a device. That's just awesome. I know how you like that and how you set it up. Okay. Because I, I take the extra effort to install it bare bones. I know that they have a, a snap. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the bare metal install, but and I think they have a Docker as well. I'd have to check. They they did.
Dun, dun, dun. What'd you do to me, Dave? Are you trying to get Peruse to work with the AUR? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what happened here. Oh yeah, yeah. Shut up! If, if if you're not interested in jumping on the Discord server, yep. Oh yeah, yeah. What the hell? Huh? Oh my god. What is going on, Dave? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, Dan. I don't know what the hell I'm doing either. I don't even. <laughs> oh man. How do you work nano? How do you get out of nano? Oh god. Control O. I don't. I, I no, it's remember. Control Control X. Y. Enter. If you made a change, you hit Y. Okay. Why are you using Nano, Dan? I was trying to figure that out. Like I don't know how my <laughs> editor. What is what is he? Okay. I hate. Oh my god. Oh, here we. Okay, here we go. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to figure out, like, why the heck pseudo stopped working. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm trying to... Are you trying to use sue with yay? You don't need to use sudo with yay. It'll prompt you for the No, password. no, no. I was, I was just like... I use sudo for other things. Yeah. And I'm like, for some reason, it's not accepting... Like, I don't know why it's not accepting my user anymore. And my password, I didn't change. And, oh, here we go again. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Where is the editor set? Bash RC? All right. Well, I think it's an. <sighs> Where the hell does? All right. I wonder where it gets set. Jeez. Default editor. All 
I can I know how to do it, but I want to know where it's set in Manjaro. I thought it would be in profile. Why isn't it in profile? Dot D. Why, Dave? Uh, I don't know. Mine, mine's in Bash RC. You're on your home fo- in your home folder, right? Yeah. But it's not, somewhere. It gets set in Arch, and I thought it would be under Bash Profiles, but it's not. So. Why is it? Why is it default in the nano? I can change that in my bash profile, but I don't want to do that. I want to change it globally because I never use nano. Nobody should use nano, right? No. All right, I don't see it in there. I use Nano. Oh, that, why is it in my profile? Uh, all right, I'll do that. Okay. What time? Okay. No, it... No, I don't... Okay, um, why did that not take? Where'd you put it? Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what was going on there, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Wait, when you when you run Vice sudo, you don't have to do anything else, right? Nope. Why is it not accepting my me as sudo? But my password hasn't changed. Am I in? Am I not in the right group? No, I'm in. The, I'm in the right group. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna have to How'd you do this? this? I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't even know how, how did my editor get changed? Ah, oh, this is annoying as hell. Well, what the hell? Now it's working. Dude, I don't know what the heck happened. So you're using Manjaro. That's got Pamic in it, doesn't it? Pamic? Pamic? Isn't that the GUI for Pac-Man and Manjaro? Dude, I don't know. I, 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 sometimes <laughs> I mess around with that. Uh, what is that? But it's still inferior to Peruse. <laughs> That's the, um, 
Not settings, not lock screen, not switch user, not log out. Wait, I thought there was an easy place to get this. So, oh, add remove software. Are you talking about that thing? Add I, remove software where it's a graphical thing? Maybe. I mean, I don't use that, but it, I know it comes with Monjero, so. PAMIC, P-A-M-A-C. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've used that, but. I, I just tend to go right down on the command line. Yeah, that's that's what I would think. All right. Weird. I wonder if something got funky on my caps lock, and that's why I was having problems. It's just really weird. Uh, what the hell was I looking for now? <laughs> I don't even remember what I was looking for. We're talking about audio book sh- bookshelf. Are you looking for something in the AUR? Now, I don't know what I was looking for. I'm now so confused. I just went through that whole trip for I don't even know what I was looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was weird. So now it's all you, working. You've got no. This is like you have to go in, back into the room where you thought of something because you forgot it when you left it. Yeah, I might have to. Well, I guess I better pay that Bitcoin money now. So I can get access back to my machine. Oh, I, you know, I was, I was, I know what I was looking for. I was, I was trying to see if Opera was available still. Hopper? Is that the uh, Opera? Opera? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I see it. I see it's still there. Yeah, Opera's still there. I don't know, I've been using Vivaldi. That's like my, I use, I'm a work laptop when I work and I use Chrome for work and Vivaldi for listening to music and stuff like that. So what do you use at home? I work from home, Dave. Oh, okay. Maybe what do I use at home? Okay. Why do you like Vivaldi then? Because uh, you think it's better for music because it's named after a composer? Nah, you know what? I was using Firefox for a while, but then I switched over to Vivaldi. I'm using Firefox on my the, the my main laptop down here. I use okay. Firefox. So I use Firefox, Vivaldi, and Chrome. Um, I guess what? Vivaldi is – isn't Vivaldi open source? Can't remember. I, I ran it a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, it's not free and open source software. It's not. It's just freeware. What's the license on it? Oh, it's proprietary freeware. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, better get get rid of that. No, I liked it. It wasn't it wasn't it was it at all based off of Opera? Uh, WebKit engine on iOS. God. Let's, okay, so let's see. Opera browser license. What's the Opera browser license? It's freeware. 
Fuck, I'm just going to stay with Firefox. There you go. Yeah! <laughs> Wait, is it called Firefox in here? Yeah, that's what I do. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, doesn't Debian rebrand Firefox like... Uh, they have Firefox ESR. Uh, Ice Weasel? Isn't that it? Ice Weasel? I thought Deb, like, Ice Weasel. Uh... I'm sure they have Ice Weasel, but they have Firefox, too, but it's Firefox ESR. If you want the latest, you have to download it from their website. Yeah, so wasn't there an issue with Firefox? They trademarked their their brand, and that violated Debian's licensing or violated the licensing so they stripped out all the firefox branding and then made it ice weasel but at one time they did it they have a firefox in the debian repos it's firefox esr which is what dave something something when you install that you are destroying yours and my Ext- freedoms. Extended support release is what ESR stands for. Right. You are destroying all our freedoms, David. I like Firefox. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which, which version of Firefox are you running? Uh, on Arch, I'm running the latest. On Debian, I'm running ESR. So whatever version comes in stable. Uh, I got an update. I, you know what? I got to run an update because I'm sure I'm, I'm behind. I'm on 119. Uh, I'm running. I'll tell you what I'm running. I bet you if I look at Peru's. Uh, oh, you know, the, the joy of this fuzzy search there are a gazillion Firefoxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm running oh. Firefox 115.6 on Debian. One one five. Yeah, that's that's, that's well, what. Well, I thought we. I thought you were talking about Manjaro here. No, I, I don't run Manjaro. I thought you were talking about Arch. Oh, I I'm in I'm in front of a Debian computer right now. I don't know what version I well, I can look it up. You're confusing me, Dave. Sorry. Well, which Firefox would I have to install here? Where is it? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what Firefox I'm running. Hold on a second. Oh my did there's you know what? <laughs> I like you know I like the idea of Peru's, but now here I am. I want to know what version of Firefox to install. It's the one in extra. Sixty of them. They go to the one in extra. It's called Firefox. It's just just called Firefox. And it's no, it's not. No, it's not. One twenty one dot zero dash one. No, 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 Dave. See, so you gotta understand. I'm looking at this. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's, there, there's Firefox dash developer dash edition dash I18N dash language. So there's ZH Taiwanese. Uh, there's just like ZHCN, SVSE, PTPT. There's like a ton of these. And there's yeah. one for like the developer edition and developer edition. Do you have... Do you have Firefox installed on Manjaro? Yes, I do. And you got Peru's working. 
Yes, I do. I type peruse and type Firefox and then scroll up and you'll, you'll find the one that's installed because it's in brackets. It says installed. And it's just called Firefox. You... Yeah, I don't, I don't have that showing up. Really? Let's do it. I don't. Wait. Just Pac-Man install Firefox. It'll, it'll be there. <laughs> yeah, normally that's what I would do. So it should be in brackets, right? It should say installed, yeah. Is it uh the word install will be in brackets. Wait, let me see let me take something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What why is it not That's weird because it's not it's not like showing me which one I have installed. Really? What you know why? Of- you know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering if because the one that I have installed is no longer available in the repos and I need to update. Because the only options I see here are like 122, 121, and I'm running 118, I think. Okay. How How often do you update this machine? Shh, Dave. Dave. Let's be gentle. <laughs> All right, be gentle. Now, I, I know, arguably, I have more time on my hands now that I'm retired. But even before I was retired, I updated my machine every time I sat down in front of it. <laughs> what, and see it? Or... <laughs> no, I, I usually, I, I, I do, I do try to keep, like, particularly the servers. And now I'm only on 119. So I'm not too far behind. I know, I, I need to run my updates is what I need to do. I know that. And usually I'm like maybe a month out of date or whatever. Or I might automate your update so you know you're not the uh, problem there. <laughs> I, sh- I should, I should, I should just do that and throw caution to the wind, right? No, I, I never automate my updates. But... Oh, I don't either. <laughs> but Dan, Dan might need to. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might have to just start doing that because I'm. Not doing a good enough job on my own, but I do. I do like keep my servers and stuff up to date. Not so much my workstation, which you figure is kind of dumb because I'm running Arch, and you're supposed to be keeping it up to date. And you run into a hell of a lot of problems if you don't. That's when you start getting like a package has been removed and it's been updated and then replaced, and then you're trying to do all that and. It's just too many dependencies get jumbled, and you have to manually fix it, and it becomes a pain in the butt. I'm I'm running, embarrassingly enough, eight Debian machines, uh, and they're all running stable. And I, I've been aggravated the last three weeks because it's just been, it's almost like I'm running Sid. Every time I turn around, there's an update. All right, you know what? We gotta wrap this up. I gotta update your machine. I gotta, I gotta get back to yeah. I gotta update my machine. I gotta work out tomorrow morning. I gotta work off this Christmas. Fucking, I'll tell you what, man, Dave. I'll tell you what. I am fucking sick of pork. <laughs> oh, I had far. Oh, you did? How, yeah, how and, and being me, both. I had both of them, and uh, I really enjoy. Is it been me or been my? Bond me. Find me. I, I enjoyed that a whole lot more than the fire, but the fire was, was absolutely great. The, the Ben Ma was superb. 
Bond enjoyed. me. Yeah, bond me. Bond me. You didn't, was, use, you didn't. I you got know, both of them. With, and with when the I shape out, and everything, you do realize that's not a suppository. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I was absolutely well, stuffed. Wait, I put you, on like eight pounds over the holidays. You can you can get that off. Was that eight pounds of muscle? Some of it was definitely muscle. Some of it definitely wasn't. Yeah, start. That's what he said. Start lifting them damn weights over there, Joe. Oh, I'm on Manjaro now. Uh, I'm also using my uh, exercise pedaler right now. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> I've been lifting weights for all show. the it's, whole it's, operating system and mumble. <laughs> I, I've been doing um, Bulgarian split squats, um, um, stiff-legged deadlifts, and I've been using um, what the uh, cable... Um, flies and uh, cable presses. Bulgarian split squats. Well, I called them yes. That sounds Bulgarian like split squats. <laughs> yeah, Bulgarian split squats and Romanian deadlifts. But um, I called the the Romanian deadlifts. The proper name is actually um, stiff legged deadlifts. Okay. So, and I went light today. So. I didn't. Uh, uh, I wasn't trying to hit the high numbers today. That that'll be Monday. Well, maybe tomorrow when I do regular. If I do regular deadlifts or squats, I think tomorrow squats. Squat it, baby. Good. Yeah. Dave, I gotta ask. Uh huh. Did, did you actually? Eat a bowl of pho and a banh mi in the same sitting. <laughs> I did. Oh my god! <laughs> Good I stuff, was, huh? I was so full. <laughs> did you not eat the rest of the week then? You're like no. a snake laying there <laughs> in the in the front of the place. I, I did. I, I said on the way back into the house, walking in the, the front door, I said I want to lay down, but it had to be on my back. Way <laughs> 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 on my stomach, I'm just gonna rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> What'd you get on the bond me? Uh, what was it? Uh, was it pork? I, I can't remember. I think it was pork, grilled pork. Uh, you can't go wrong, man. Uh, so. it, was, it was awesome. It, oh, it, 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 everything about it. I mean, I'm not a julienne cucumber fan, and I don't like carrots either, but the whole combination was just delicious. It's like nothing you ever had, right? Yeah, it was great. It's the best sandwich I've ever eaten. You'll be back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did your wife my, think? Oh, she liked it too. My my oldest, my youngest daughter didn't get to go, so I'm going to take her back. But uh, don't get her to pork. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was it was really good. I'm telling you, Dave. It's always a disappointing thing when you go to to the Vietnamese restaurant is you can realistically only pick one thing. Yeah, and, and next time I get the the bon me and am I saying that right again? <laughs> yeah, on me. That's right. Yeah, I'll get that and. Uh, yeah, uh, get a spring roll too, man. They're delicious. Yeah, we get we got one of those too. So, well, you got a spring roll <laughs> and bond me and a and pho. Yep. Good, my God, man. Oh. Uh, Are you sure you right didn't gain the ten pounds that Joe said oh, he gained? I'm sure I gained the ten nine pounds. pounds. I've gained. I'm, I found an all-you-can-eat Korean place. That I'm oh. just saying. Is that hot pot? 
Uh, yes, yeah, it's also hot pot. So you do have a pot where you can make, um, you know, your stew or whatever, your soup, whatever you want to call it. But then they also have just a grill there, so you can like cook the meats and and, and cook the um, um, what is it, the kimchi and and put it all together and just eat it. Oh, yeah, we, so we good. Have- we have some. We have those places here too. They're. They gotta stay out of those. I can't be trusted. But this place. This place was not. They didn't advertise all you could eat, but I ate all I could eat. <laughs> you ate too much, man! <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, oh. Well. But, I, I, talk, I talked my wife and this and this other couple into going there last Saturday, and uh, I, I heard lots of complaints the next day. <laughs> It messed up some of them, but not me. <laughs> what are you going to say, Joe? 20, 25 bucks all you can eat. Uh, I figure one day they're going to ask me not to come back. <laughs> <laughs> are you eating everything on your plate? That's true, and grabbing more. Yeah, so, I, you know, they... I, I think they'll they'll let you come in just fine. You just got to bring a couple extra people that don't eat as much as you, and they make the money back. That's true. There you go. My wife is plum embarrassing at all you can eat crab leg places. She can eat she can eat more than anybody I've ever met when it comes to crab legs. It's just too much work for me. She doesn't even take me anymore. I, I go, I get a hamburger. You, you know what? Legs, they, I love the flavor and everything. But it's so much easier just to get the imitation crab meat. Exactly. I like it just as good. I like it better because it's less work. Dave. Yeah. So one year, my my mother-in-law used to live in Lewis, Delaware, when we lived in Pennsylvania. And we went down to her place, and we were going to come home Sunday night. And before we left the camp, come home, she took us out, and I got all-you-can-eat crab legs. And I ate a ton of them. And then the whole way home, I had the worst seafood farts. <laughs> and the whole family was in the car and had to suffer the whole way home. <laughs> did you apologize once? No. Than once or not it. at all? <laughs> I, did, I did tell you the time, though, that I did, like, we, we had gone to, um, I think it was, I want to say it was Brigantine. But it was, we went somewhere in the Jersey store and I got, and I got, uh, <laughs> I ate a lot of seafood. And on the way home, I was ripping up a storm and I farted so bad <laughs> that it made my daughter puke in the back. <laughs> and we had to pull over <laughs> and try to find, <laughs> like, my wife had to go into it. We had to find a store that was open on a Sunday night so we could get like paper towels to clean this up. And as we're looking around, quickly now, all you hear the dog is just. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, did you have seafood the night before? Did you I had to take that dump and that dug out? No, I had to take the. Uh, no. No, that was just, that was just all of it. Dumping the dug out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to wrap this up, man. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. No, but I remember I did have corn. Because <laughs> I, I remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Oh, please, say it. Yeah, I, I, that's not good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening in 2024. Man, it's hard to believe it's 2024 already. Holy crap. All right. Uh, this is, uh, the first show, and we'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel, right? Right, Dave? That's right. All right, go see your Aquaman for Dave. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> All right, here you go. I am short. Oh my God! It's Hacker Public Radio. Hacker Public Radio is a daily podcast by the hacker community for the hacker community. If you're interested in technology, creative thinking, hacking, Linux, or any kind of computer, that kind of stuff, you should listen to Hacker Public Radio at HackerPublicRadio.com. Hello, my name is Matt, and I've started a new podcast called Libre Quest. I talk about Linux and general technical topics. To get the show, visit LibreQuest.org. So we can paint anything we want? Anything at all. How about if I paint your fine ass? Mm, yeah, with my tongue brush. Shut up. Just shut up. Daddy has a gun! It's over. You were making egg foo young in the kitchen. I was in the dining room having sushi. Oy, oy, oy. Dave. Yep. Yeah. Just just keep this in mind. <laughs> if if I ever say to you again, oh, you should try this cuisine, like you should try Korean or uh Cambodian or whatever. You don't have to try it all in one sitting. <laughs> you know? Uh, you can go back and, yeah. and try something else too, man. Well, if you haven't tried Korean, you definitely need to try oh, Korean. I've, I've had Korean. Okay. <laughs> I love kimchi, but uh, yeah, you could use this against me. Uh, I mean, you could you could tell me to go eat something really bad, and I might go eat a lot of it. Yeah. Now I told my wife I found the restaurant. I showed her the menu online, and she said, "Oh, she said, where'd you hear about this at?" Because I, I don't like to try anything new. And she's, oh, your friends online, they tell you to eat it and you'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> she enjoyed it too. But she doesn't like trying things new either? Oh, no, she does. Just oh, not, she, just oh. not when it, Convince him, but you yeah. can. She yeah. likes That's it the issue. She likes it better when it's her idea. <laughs> so just, just tell your wife what she wants to eat next, and I'll tell you to go eat it. Dave, you got to try this. It's the best. <laughs> No, my my wife, she's she, she's not even finished the meal she's eating, and she's already talking about the next one. And <laughs> it, 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 her metabolism is through the roof. I mean, she she doesn't look like she eats anywhere near like she does, but she she's an embarrassingly large amount. She's fifty three, and you know, she's the same size she was, you know, when thirty years ago. Wasn't she a nurse? She's still a nurse, yeah. Oh, she's still, I didn't know if she was retired. No, no, she's, she's, she's keeping me up. She spent a lot of time on her feet. Uh, not really. She works from home most days now. Oh. 
Yeah, she's like over 14 counties, and she works for the Department of Health and Environmental. I mean, she, she's a DHEC nurse, which is Department of Health and Environmental, state nurse. And she's she's over a bunch of programs in the upstate, so she works from home a lot. Uh, did she did she used to do a lot of working on her feet? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I don't think they had anything. I mean, she she also walks three miles a day, so now, that's probably got more to do with it than anything. But no, probably. I, I mean, she probably, yeah, like you said, she yeah. probably has a great metabolism. I've seen yeah. pic- if that picture of you standing next to her at Santa Claus. <laughs> Is uh, a recent picture. That's, I mean, yeah. yeah that's recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she, she can, she can eat. Good gracious, a lot she can eat. <laughs> yep. I see, uh, Joe might have gained 10, but I lost 4. Alright. Good for you, Joe! I think yeah, I am, <laughs> I'm 37 down from my uh, heaviest. That's great. And hopefully well, you, it's Manjaro worse because this this is starting to piss me off. <laughs> so you you actually lost weight over the holidays? That is something. yep. Holy I, moly! I, I have no idea how. <laughs> I think I found all the weight you might have lost. It. Holy it, moly! It could be. Well, these doctors started me on Jardians, and that's one of the side effects. But maybe that's it. I don't know. But I'm not complaining. I'll start Noom this week. Uh, Work basically gave me the money that I could sign up for Noom for a year. It's going much better now that I'm uh, mostly, mostly better. Okay, I got touched. I got to turn that voice crap off. Um, <laughs> you been sick? Yeah, I've had a cold for well since last week. <laughs> I'm good though. Just a little bit of congestion right now. Did my first workout uh, since uh, taking time off for for Christmas today. Good for you, sir. Did they say welcome back? <laughs> nah. It's busy in there now. Yeah, it's going to be like that for like the next couple of weeks until everybody just drops out again, right? All right, where did I find that stupid uh, voice Don't call message? David Yates stupid. Like Texas speech shit. He's moderately impaired. <laughs> oh, it's easier than I thought. I was digging through menu layers and it's not there. <laughs> what the what to turn off the echo thing that thing where it alerts you. No, like where it tells you like like uh it repeats whatever it, it re- reads Somebody whatever goes in the, into chart. the channel and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and it'll read the chat to you too. If I recall correctly, let me. Uh, if I let me recall, double check, I got an echo cancellation off too. If I recall correctly, there's like 
that page on the mumble configuration where messages and it's like notification text to speak that like, I wish there was a button that you could just turn off all of them. Like yeah, all the text well, to speech. there is one in, in the configure menu. There's text to speech. You just go in there and uncheck that. And bam, done. Oh, is that all you have to do? I thought you had to go in and Not like, I, yeah, uncheck I, I, the boxes for each one of the things. Like, like I have users started listening to the channel and it's it's checked in the console. It's checked as a notification, text to speech, and limit. I don't know what the that limit is. I don't know. But I remember having to turn them off. There is one option that says enable text to speech. I guess maybe if you click that, it'll just turn everything off text to speech. I don't know. Where what's what's the IRC port? I can't remember. Uh six six seven, I think. Hold on. Oh, server channel. Wait, where's this? Why? Oh, the network list. So yeah, it's uh, six 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 seven. I am disappointed. Are you disappointed too, Dave? I am not. You should be disappointed. disappointed. I, I get the feeling that it's been a couple of weeks since the the uh, super chat bots, the IRC super chat bots, oh, haven't yeah. Hit, yeah, and told us how much we suck and <laughs> yeah, we I, I, just, <laughs> I just noticed that. You suck. Come on over to IRC Super Chat. Super Bowl. Super Chat. Super Bowl. Whatever you did, thank you. I didn't do a damn thing. I guess they gave up. <laughs> Hopefully they gave up. Or maybe they were on Christmas break. They'll be back. Where am I? Oh, here we go. Where's Joe today? So you're back to your routine, Dave? Ah, uh, what routine would that be? The day-to-day routine. I guess, yeah. Good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I would have to say, is your daughter back to work? Of course, this is that and fun everybody time else of year where work? you're getting used to. Yeah, I started back yesterday. Used, you're, this is that fun time of year where you're getting used to all your new benefits and, uh, Work actually changed one of ours. Uh, they've always given us like 350 bucks that we can spend on, uh, <clears throat> they call it a Thrive benefit, but you can use it for like things like, like a new chair or a desk or health related things. So in the new, um, company that's managing that just sets up a website. It used to be you had to go pay out, pay for it first and then submit a receipt. 
and they'd reimburse you. Now you just go to this store on this benefits website and say, I want this, I want that, and then they'll ship it to you or, or subscribe you. So um, I already spent my $350 for the year. Um, I got a year subscription to Noom. Um, it's basically a weight loss kind of app kind of deal, uh, education kind of thing. I've heard of it. Um, it's pretty good so far. Uh, and then I got a with things, uh, smart scale coming in. I still had a little bit left over, so I got a, a bottle of vitamin C. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. We use a Forma for that company. In the meantime, my Linux Mint was like, uh, hey, you want to update stuff? And I'm like, yeah, nope. sure. <laughs> Save that for the show. We should start the show. Did Joe show up yet? No, he's not here yet. All right, well, at least Chris is. All right, you ready, Dave? Oh, yeah. What episode is it, then? (laughs) 10.32. 10.32? Isn't that your answer to everything? I don't know. I thought it was plus one. I thought that was 42. Was. I don't know. <laughs> it ain't that high. It's 1033. Last week was 1032. Okay. This is a New Year, Dave, new number system. <laughs> Dave said can't count that high. He ran out of fingers and toes, what, 1,020 oh, episodes ago? Shit. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to screw ARRC. I'll fix it later. Oh, man. All right. This is it, baby. We're going to go. We're going to go, go, go. 133, 1,033. 1,033. Gosh. 